Hello, and welcome to Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. Real experiences as told by the students themselves. This podcast is your one-stop shop on what it's like to study at Imperial on one of our master's or MBA programmes. For our third episode, you'll be hearing from our full-time MBA students, Lisa Doan and Mirna Sora, then from Naveen, who is studying our MSc Economics and Strategy for Business. They will be telling us about what it is like to meet new people and make friends while studying at Imperial. We all know Imperial is known for its excellent programs, academic research and world-leading faculty. However, there's much more to business school than that. The students make up each and every cohort are truly one of the most important factors when making your experience at Imperial unforgettable. As Director of Student Life, I know a thing or two about how to get the most out of your time at the business school. So when you're not in lectures or spending time studying, there's a whole world out there of exciting opportunities. Forming friendships and building networks across the school is an essential part of your learning experience and often one of the things that will last a lifetime. So to find out what it's really like to get to know your fellow students, we want to hear from our students who have lived the experience and can share tips on how to build friendships and expand your network. Our first guests today are Lisa and Mirna. Hello and welcome to Inside IB, ladies. Thank you for having us. Um, We're going to start with some just rapid fire questions and that you can both answer. Are you ready? Yes, we are. Good. So where were you before you joined Imperial? Hi, my name is Mirna. I'm from Mexico, Mexico City. I was working before this in two different areas. First of all, I was surrounded by the family entrepreneurial mindset in Mexico City, but also I worked around for five years in the retail industry. So after I just decided to join the crazy journey during the pandemic and join these people from the cohort to start my MBA. Fantastic. So my name is Lisa Doan, and I am originally from Los Angeles, California in the United States. I have a background in advertising sales and media, and I actually came from a company called DeviantArt.com, which is a subsidiary of Wix.com where you can get your websites built. (laughs) Anyways, it was an amazing place to work uh, in our community. And I just developed so much uh, in terms of business development and advertising sales skills. But I just felt that it was time for me to take a step back and learn more, basically understand the reasons why people make the decisions they do in, in corporate settings. And I want to be part of that. I also wanted to elevate myself to the next level. And I thought the MBA would be the best way to do that. Amazing. And uh, could you both tell me something that surprises people about you? See, so for me, I can freestyle rap horribly, but I can. (laughs) Actually, oh, English is actually my second language. I grew up learning nothing but Vietnamese growing up in San Diego, California. And then I was forced to learn English because my kindergarten teacher approached my mom and said, she's going to fail unless you teach her English. So I slowly learned it and actually English became better than my Vietnamese. (laughs) Have you ever admitted that to your mom? She knows. (laughs) It's a (laughs) trade-off. So from a side, when people know me, they know I'm this kind of sportive, but also like really inclined to arts. So I used to play, I play piano and I used to write this kind of rehearsals once a year. 
Amazing. They are two answers I did not expect from either of you. So you've both surprised me. So awesome, awesome answers there. Um, Can you describe your cohort in three words? The MBA 2021 cohort is a path maker people. I have seen people with different kind of passions, different kind of perspective of life. And I have seen that they are the kind of people who are designed to build their own way in their own path to reach those goals and dreams? So uh, different answers, but the first word I would like to say is resilient. I think it's a testament to the pandemic, what it has put us through just for all the challenges that has come across for our cohort to even connect with each other. We were split into bubbles in order just to study with one another and then further split during the second lockdown that had happened during January to March. So I just feel the fact that we were able to rise from that, we're definitely very resilient. Another aspect is that every single person in our cohort is extremely driven. I just cannot believe just the power of that like drive that everyone has just to succeed, to be better, to just take it to the next level. And then the last one, um, this is from a Katy Perry song called Fireworks. <laughs> I would say Fireworks. <laughs> Because baby, you're a firework, you know? Uh, and the reason why is because everyone has, this, uh, it's, it's all together, the resilience, the drivenness, the ambition, yeah. it's all inside of their soul. And they're just like ready to let it out during this MBA program. This is a chance for us to test ourselves to be the best people that we can be. And here it is like for all of us to just share that with one another. We'll never, ever have a time like this. I did not at any point anticipate anyone would sing Katy Perry's fireworks down down a microphone to me, <laughs> but I am loving that, absolutely loving it. So we've got to know you a little bit better. We're going to go into some bigger questions and find out a little bit more about the friendships you guys have made while studying at Imperial. Firstly, joining like a class of, you know, unfamiliar faces at a new university can seem pretty daunting. Um, and obviously you guys joined at a pretty daunting time in the world. Did you have any like reservations about meeting new people at Imperial? I think not. I think because we were all aware about the situation. We were in the other way around. We were completely open to know everybody in the cohort and even Lisa and me, we were this part of the group that we were, we started in our home countries, the program. So everybody in the cohort makes sure that when someone was arriving, our objective is to make that person welcome and to know more about the person. So I think like I saw everybody being open just to the situation and learn more about the person, but also support the person. Even for the first weeks in London, there's like a little chaotic because you have to do quarantine and you have to follow these uh, standards of security? Yes, I would say we were desperate for human connection because we were <laughs> under lockdown for such a long time. So I was like, oh my God, I see another person. She's in my program. I want to meet her. Like once we see them in the classroom, even though we're wearing our masks and we're six, we're six feet or two meters apart, she's like, oh my God, oh, that's, that's her. It, it's so interesting because there's this online presence when before we meet each other, we have uh, several workshops to, to meet each other. But we were just like, we had this online personality in, in our minds where we imagine this person to be a certain way. And then we meet them in person and we're just like, oh my God, you're like a celebrity. Even though like <laughs> we're celebrities, we all know each other. 
I love it. The tension was built up so long through lockdown. The, and to say, do you remember like who the first person was you met kind of in real life or a first conversation that you had? Not ever, obviously, just in your cohort. Sorry, just to clarify that. <laughs> sure. No, no, don't worry. Um, I remember it was mid-November and I just finished my quarantine. We were starting this class of a strategy with uh, our professor Jerry. So I was waiting for my ID, my student ID, so as I can have access and everything. So it was Sonal, the one who approached with me from the program team and she gave me everything. Like she made me sure like, hey, how you feel? How the first week has been? So when I get into the main room, it was Sean, Ifa, Charles, and they just start clapping. They say, finally, you got it. <laughs> After most you're here. And I think a lot of the people have the same experience with someone just getting to the main room. And it was someone that we were waiting. We just start clapping and we start approaching between the small breaks just to say, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? Do you need support about moving? And I think it's a really great experience. You feel like a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. My first person was Madhav, and he is the current SSC careers chair. Uh, he's also the president of the finance club as well, but he lives in my building. And the reason why I met him first was because I was interested in this flat that I'm that we both are currently in right now. And he offered to do a little like virtual tour so I could see this flat to see if I should lease it out. And because of him, I leased out this place. And he like just did it for me as a favor. We hadn't even met in person yet. This was when I was in the US and he was in London helping me out. And then I, I was able to meet him finally in person because we lived in the same building. And I was like, thank you so much. Like you helped me get this place. Um, also, I just want to add in something separately. I heard from last year's cohort, they got a really great induction over at the Natural History Museum, but everybody was like dressed up. They were all like professionally dressed and they were kind of scoping each other out. They told us that it was very competitive, but for all of us, we were like, there's no competition. We just want to get to know each other because we've been so lonely and sad for such a long time. Speaking of induction week and your your experience, how did you find it? I, I think it was completely useful, the induction week. Uh, as I say, most of the people we start in our home country. So for me, I was in Mexico. 3 a.m. with a coffee in my hand. <laughs> I think like the way that the program team delivered the icebreaking activities let me start meeting the people of my cohort. The different breakout rooms that we were joining, it was a new opportunity to introduce yourself, but also ask questions to the other person and know a little more about somebody else. So I think like before leaving Mexico, I already knew some things about most of the people in the cohort. Is the best way to continue the talkings when I was already here at London. Mine was a little different. <laughs> uh, I had just gotten into London and I was quarantining, self-quarantining or isolating in a hotel before I was able to move into this flat. So I did induction week from a small little hotel room that felt like it was like Harry Potter's closet. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was still great because I got to see people, you know, on my screen. <laughs> but it was it was still a great experience just to again the breakout rooms as Myrna has shared. The induction week is the period that you have two things to do. First of all, you have to manage your time and your concentration because you're going to receive a lot of information, a lot of information about what are the goals that you want to set during the year, how the pro the program is going to deliver during the whole year what are the resources that you can take from the Imperial Business School? 
but also it's in that part that you start meeting the people and not just the people in your cohort, but also the people that is going to be walking beside you during the whole year, like the career consultants, the program team, they really share really good advices, like things that I could do before knowing the whole this process of uh, the MBA. Every speaker that was a guest, they just brought something really useful on the table. Is there anything that you guys have like, what what would be your kind of top tip of somewhere to go in London or a site that you've been to see or anything like that that you could recommend? I'm surprised how beautiful the UK landscapes are. Uh, I just walked the Seven Sisters. There is a lot of walking trips. There is a lot of even towns that you can visit outside London. So I think like um, one of the things that I can say is London with we think it's a touristic area, but actually it's more like for the people who live in London because little by little, you start discovering those small places in London. And then this is how you start falling in love with the city. I can't top that. <laughs> that's okay. You can just agree with that one. It's right. fine. You can just go and be like, yeah, that's that's me too. Me too. And um, so you guys recently did an away day. Can you, in your kind of cohort, can you tell us a bit more about that and what you guys got up to? I mean, I have to admit I think it has been one of the best activities we have obtained from the, the master, the MBA. Uh, I love just to see people getting in their comfort zone, the same as me. The Day Away is an activity that is providing the peers of the master to create this team building, but not just a team building activity. It's also like a reflection for yourself about how you behave against circumstances, how you behave as a human person, team player, but also like a leader. And um, one of the key instructions that they give you starting the day away is like, you have to improve your communication. You have to call each one of your team by their own name. So after certain activities that you challenge yourself, you start jumping, pulling, uh, pushing even sometimes. Um, My team, especially, we create really this great connection that Instead of just calling our names, we finish, we end up calling us hermano and hermana, that in Spanish means siblings. So I think like we went, like we surpassed this limit about communication and team building, that we understand that how everybody behaves in certain circumstances, what are the strengths of each one, but also that person who has the strengths, how can support the other ones and how they can share the skills or show the skills. Uh, such that the other person can improve their own fears. I have to agree that I learned a lot of what you said. I, everything was applicable to me. Away day is one of the best events that you'll ever encounter. Uh, the first thing you have to do is break out into groups that uh, with people that you don't know so that you can get to know other people and just people that you haven't worked with as well. We basically did with all these like team building activities and just getting to know each other. I think that was really amazing to see because I would never ever really have worked with them outside of my syndicate group or if we weren't in the same elective, I got to see them in a totally different light. That sounds incredible. And we are on, I'm very sad to say, our last question, because it's been so lovely chatting with you guys. But just, I guess, a top tip for our incoming students. So if you could go back to the beginning of the year, what is there anything you would have done differently or would be your top tips to suggest for um, the incoming students to do? One of the students from the last year cohort say something really interesting. And actually, I took that advice. He said, this is the best year that you can try things. This is the best year even to fail. And I think 
when I heard those words, it was more for me like, do something that I don't want to regret in the future. If I were to go back to give advice to our incoming cohort, it would be to understand the power of your network. Right now, when you're coming into it, you don't know anyone yet. Or if you do, you're only, you only know them for just a, a superficial level. It's time to really basically take the seeds and plant them, get to know everybody. And it's an investment that you have on everybody. Spend some time with them, bond, because you never know where everybody's going to end up. And right now, I'm already seeing these seedlings grow. You know, there's some people that came in that had an idea or a vision to be a founder. And I already see them pitching. I see them um, already getting some funding or, you know, it's just amazing to see people actually say what they're going to do and actually do it. So I would just say invest in the people around you and also, yes, have an open mind. Just, I'm such, (laughs) such fantastic answers. Thank you so much. Ladies, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today and providing your, I mean, brilliant wisdom for our incoming students and sharing your stories with us. So thank you so much for taking the time. Gracias. Gracias. Thank you for having us. So our second guest today is Navin. Hello and welcome to Inside IB. Hey, Julia. Thanks for having me here. No worries. It's great to have you here. So, Nevin, I've got some quick rapid fire questions for you to get us all warmed up. Are you ready to start? Yep, let's go. Awesome. So, where were you before you joined Imperial? Okay, so I was in India, pursuing my undergrad. Yeah. Brilliant. And what was the first impressions of your cohort? Okay, so the first impression of my cohort was like truly international and uh, people with brilliant backgrounds. I don't really know that how many people do this, but I actually went on to LinkedIn. I took up my class list for economics and strategy for business. And I literally searched for everyone. And I found out that people have some really great experiences. And I was really excited to understand that, you know, how much value addition will be there in my own career when I'm spending a year with those people. Amazing. Brilliant LinkedIn stalking. I love it. Um, And can you sum up your imperial experience in three words? Three words. Okay, let me give it a shot. So my journey has been like transformational, insightful and full of challenges. That is an excellently well thought out answer. That was brilliant. And my final rapid fire question. Can you give us an IB insider scoop on the best place for a post lecture picnic in the park? Oh, post lecture picnic. Hyde Park, right beside the Serpentine Lake, somewhere on the grasses. Yeah. That is a great spot. That's a gorgeous view, isn't it? That's amazing. Brilliant. So I'm going to got some slightly longer questions now for you. Um, you have been studying at Imperial for nearly a year. How have you found getting to know other students at the business school? Okay, so I, I won't say that it was really easy for us to get along and understand what is happening and know everyone out there, uh, of course, because of the virtual scenario. But I would say that Imperial's courseworks are really well designed in a way that you really need to have those interactions with your cohort people so that you are able to perform well in your academics. So be it virtual, be it in person, the interactions kind of never stopped because you always had to finish what you start and you always had to do things that you are meant to do. So, yeah. 
Amazing. And while you might have formed the kind of friendships online to start with, um, you are now in London. And what have you got up to with your classmates since you've actually been able to see each other in, in the real world? Okay, so I think I was pretty lucky when it comes to interacting early with people. So I got elected as the president of the consulting club. So I initially had a chance to interview approximately 60, 65 people for building my own team. That was my very first interaction. So I thought of it as, okay, whether I take them or not, but this is going to be a really nice thing to start with when it comes to Imperial and interacting with people. Moving forward, I mean, I built two or three relations from those interviews. And then, yeah, I am. I went to meet two of them, had a burger at Five Guys. So yeah, really, really enjoying my experience until now. Excellent. Excellent. A burger at Five Guys. Is it the one in South Kensington, not far from the campus? Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's a good one. Conveniently located. And how does it feel? Like you started online, you did all those interviews as president of the consulting club. So you met people across different cohorts. You met a lot of people online. Did anything kind of surprise you when you met them in the real world? I think most of the people will be expecting an answer that yet yeah, it was drastically different, but no, it's not. Uh, when you kind of intra- start interacting with people online, you are used to understanding what they say, how they say, and how they behave in different situations. So that definitely didn't change. And uh, yeah, just giving a heads up, friendships can be formed over uh, virtual meetings as well. So yeah, I just, I didn't feel a difference when I met them in person. It was like absolutely the same. Amazing. So it was just a continuation on the friendships you'd already built online. That's so lovely. I'm just constantly surprised by people's height. I don't think you can judge it online. And then you meet them in real life. Everyone's a bit shorter than I thought they were online. That's what I found. Um, And uh, why do you think it's important to get to know your classmates and fellow students outside of lectures and work? Perfect. So let me give you like uh, three pointers here. So the very first one is like when you come for a master's abroad, the very first thing that is on your mind is you're going to get an international experience. So that international experience doesn't come by itself. It comes when you are interacting with different people and when you are working with different people. So number one is definitely the networking part of it. So it's really important. Number two, you need to do it also because maximum, I mean, most of the part of your coursework is group work. And some of the courses have like, you know, even two or three group assignments. So number two, definitely for that. And number three, it it is just good to have or to learn from different cultures. So also it, it enhances what you have currently in yourself and then learning from different people and trying to understand their culture enhances your own personality. So yeah, maybe these three reasons. Amazing. They are three brilliant reasons. And do you think any of the like relationships or knowledge that you've gained of your international cohort have have helped you perform better in any of your group work or classwork? Yeah, definitely. People from different uh, regions have a very different kind of a work style. Some people like to work and party hard and some people are very diligent at working. So striking a balance between that is something that I've learned through my cohort. So yeah, yeah that, that's all I can say. No, that's a brilliant thing. It's finding a balance in that is a, a big skill in itself, a life skill forever. And you've kind of already answered this as you are president of the consulting club, but have you got to know students outside of your cohort? So from other programs or indeed in the whole wider Imperial College network? Yeah, I, I have. So 
the first thing that was on my mind when I came here that, you know, there are going to be opportunities where I can, you know, take up different roles and responsibilities to interact with people and learn from them. And one such was like, I got a chance to work on a pro bono project with MasterCard. And that was a time when I was working with a mechanical engineer, chemical engineer, uh, MSc finance student, MSc management student. So it was a group that was built. I mean, you can say it was an Imperial College London wide group. And uh, that was my very first interaction with that wide community. And I really, I was, I was able to kind of understand that this culture is, doesn't actually exist only in the Imperial College Business School, but is, exists in the entire Imperial College London. And everyone is like too insightful, really diligent and are brilliant at what they do. That's an amazing example. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brilliant example. Was that through DataSparks, the program? Uh, no, that was, uh, I actually, it was through Imperial Consulting Group that is a part of the Imperial College London. So they actually have projects every term. So I applied through that and I got selected as a project lead. And then from there on, I built these relationships. That is fantastic. That's such a, such a great example of a wider um, relationship building across the entire college. That's great. Um, and I know this is a tough one, but what is your favorite memory from the past year? Yeah, definitely. So I, I was really fascinated by looking at the projects that were offered. So there is a particular club in the Imperial College London who every term comes up with, you know, projects with Santander, MasterCard and these top tier companies. And then you get a chance to work on a pro bono project with them. And you get to interact with the leadership team of the company. So that has definitely been one of my great experiences here. I was able to interact with the UK and Europe head of MasterCard and I was presenting to him. And in the end, they were like, you know, we really like the presentation. We have openings. If you guys want to apply, you feel free to apply. So I was just fascinated to see that how a pro bono project can enable you and give you such an opportunity that you can create an impression on a person who in turn can offer you more opportunities. So I felt that that was a really big highlight for me, like in the past year. Absolutely. What an incredible experience. And what is your, so this is the final question. We are nearly at the end of my interrogation of you. Um, but what is your top tip on getting to know other students from outside of your program? So for our, all our incoming new students that are listening, what would you suggest they do to get to know people on other programs at Imperial College Business School? Perfect. So two or three ways. Number one, join as many clubs as you can. Not only join, attend their events. Because uh, there will be a lot of people who will have similar career goals that they have and you would also like to interact with them. So that is number one, join the clubs that you feel that are really enabling you to achieve what you want. And then there you find like-minded people. They can come from various programs, so don't worry about it. Interact on those events and interact with them on those particular meetings. Number two is like, take as many these external opportunities as you can get. Like there are a lot of pro bono consulting offers that you can get. Like there is one ICG, there is uh, outside of, uh, I mean, outside of Imperial also, there are multiple authorities that actually offer you pro bono projects. So go on that, interact with people. And that is one of the best ways you can form relations. And number three is just hang around Imperial and, and someday just go to the student union and you'll definitely find someone having a beer and then just have, have it with them and you'll just love it. Brilliant. Just hang around and soak up the atmosphere, especially London sunshine, isn't it? Yep, definitely. 
Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today, Naveen. Really appreciate your top tips and brilliant stories there about getting to know other people and and incredible senior management of global conglomerates. So all going well. Thanks a lot, Julia, for having me here. It was fun talking to you. I've been your host, Julia McShane. And once again, thanks to our guests, Lisa, Mirna and Naveen for sharing their imperial experience. Join us again next week for our fourth episode on all things student leadership. Again, from the people who know best, our brilliant students. In the meantime, head to the Imperial College Business School website to find out all you need to know ahead of starting your imperial journey. You can find the link in the episode description.